Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I'm your host, John Burke. I'm a beautiful, heterosexual, bearded life partner, El Joshua. Hey, we're back on our main YouTube channel. I guess the uh, ban or the suspension has been lifted. Well, thank goodness for that. hey oh hey oh For all the YouTube family over there on the John Ro- or John Burke slash John Ross YouTube page, we are streaming on the All-American Savage Show YouTube page. You can find us there. I just want to let our YouTube family know about that. We received another suspension because we we're talking about Lord and Emperor Schmauchy, which apparently you're not allowed to do on YouTube because they classify that as medical misinformation, even though the CDC has come out and admitted they fucked up. Yeah. But hey, hey, at least they're protecting everybody from that, that dangerous misinformation that, come to find out, was actually right. Yeah. <laughs> you know where you can't talk about it? Rumble. On Rumble. We are streaming on Rumble. We are on Rumble. This is true. Uh, letting everybody know uh, on our Twitch group of people, because we have, we're streaming to all platforms. We have Facebook. We have Twitch. We have YouTube. Now we have Rumble. Um, wanting everybody to know we're starting or we started a new Twitch channel for just for the show. For the same reason why I started a backup YouTube channel for the show is because when we talk about some of this information, if we catch a suspension, it's not going to impact my main channel. That way, the main channel will still have access to everybody. They'll know where we're at. They'll know what's going on. It's just a way that if they're going to hit us, they're going to hit the backup account. So if you are on Twitch and you are watching, starting tomorrow, this is the channel. It's just twitch.tv slash Show. Dot com or just twitch slash, twitch.tv slash all american savage show there you go there's the link if you follow the old drunken debates twitch channel that's the one i just basically um uh, repurposed it yeah now as far as i see people are asking about gavin mcginnis don't know do we do we have any information on that i haven't heard anything i haven't heard anything i don't know what's going on um some are saying it's a, a hoax i don't know I'm not sure. We don't know what's tracking. Yeah, we haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything. So as soon as I know anything, I'll let everybody know. I mean, shit, y'all got to find out when I do. It's all over Twitter, I guess. Um, but uh, appreciate everybody being here. And, uh, yeah, testing out the new 50-milligram gummies tonight. I'm probably going to be streaming on my main page, to my main John Burke Twitch page tonight. I got to um, – I got, we're releasing the new Halo the new Halo gummies. These are the Ultra Halos. These are 50 milligrams. Have you tested it yet? Uh, I've taken half. Let me tell you. Why did you take half? It hits you so hard. <laughs> oh, fast. my God. Yes. It's, uh, I'm looking forward so to it. The name for it is really appropriate. The uh, I'm, ult- looking forward for, I'm looking forward to it tonight. The, the Ultras. Yeah. Because it's you could take half and yeah. then see how you feel before taking the, the next half. Yeah. I just have a certain level of comfortability that I yeah. that I prefer. <laughs> it's gonna be right. Is this the dude that made idealistic paintings? Yes. Why do you like? <laughs> I still don't. I still don't get this. People like they will. It's weird because people will stop me. It's like, hey, are you are you that John Ross dude? It's like you can't tell. It's like, well, no, the wig. And it's like, wait, you can't tell the wig is like on TikTok. I you know when I start posting the John Ross videos on TikTok, the most common. Uh, comment I get when I post a video of me or I post a story about the podcaster myself, it's like, wait, that's not your real hair? It's like, does it look like my real fucking hair? Are you <laughs> kidding me? A little bit. Really? <laughs> I never got that. Like, I couldn't, I didn't, I, dude, I never, I look, maybe it's because it's just me. Yeah. But I look at it, it's like, that doesn't look anything like me. I mean, that, that doesn't if look like real hair. hair it's a wig. It's a wig. Maybe if you grew your hair out, it would look like that. Man, it get looks. Get your little perm. It's, it's bad. It's wavy as hell. But, uh, 
But anyway, we really appreciate all that love and support over there. So if you haven't followed, um, if you haven't followed our stuff, does your CBD help with body muscle tension? None that yes, it does. Um, we well, don't, we, yeah, we, we don't talk about that enough. Is the body the CBD oil? The CBD oil, no. yeah, because mm-hmm. you know, having uh, tennis elbow, yeah, achy joints. Yeah, and stuff, we'll, we'll we'll say that's why you got it. Yeah, yeah. wink, wink. But I mean, it really helps once you start taking it consistently. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Well, real those dick beaters. Yeah. Getting those dick beaters moving, man. Getting them moving. <laughs> well, if you haven't been watching the news, ladies and gentlemen, it's looking like Iraq is about to go the way of Afghanistan. I saw it last night. Uh, I saw it on the Instagram page, Real News, No Bullshit. And I thought to myself, and they have like over half a million followers, which good for them, not knocking that. I think it's just a damn shame that we have to rely on independent journalism now because mainstream journalism is dead. There's no such thing as unbiased facts, if you will. Um, and I'm not talking shit about them. I'm saying mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact that they're willing to stand up and do this. It's pretty awesome. And, uh, well, hell, let's get into it. Let's just get right into the news. Right now, um, Baghdad, Iraq violence leaves at least 30 dead. Cleric tells protesters to withdraw. Influential cleric Maktada al-Sadr. Now, that name brings back memories. How many people that listen to the show remember Sadr City? I have a very large veteran following. A lot of us were over in Iraq. How many of you remember Sadr City? Muqtadr al-Sadr was basically a terrorist cell leader. This guy, um, he was a bad motherfucker. He still is. And I don't mean bad in a good way. Um, Sadr City basically was all Sadr supporters. And it was dangerous. It was insanely dangerous. And when they were holding the elections and stuff like that, Muqtadr al-Sadr... I believe, oh man, it just, there was a lot of deaths brought on by this guy. Um, at least 30 were confirmed dead in Iraq Tuesday as fighting continues in Baghdad following the resignation of top Shiite leader Monday. Gunfire has continued to ring out in the nation's capital as leaders grapple with Iraq's greatest political crisis since the U.S. invasion in 2003. Protests once again erupted in Iraq's green zone. The green zone is located in Baghdad, for those that don't know. It's, it was once called the IA zone, the international zone, and, um, or IZ, excuse me. And that's basically where all coalition forces HQs were set up at in Baghdad. We actually guarded the green zone when it was first established. We got hit with that V-bed. It was like a 1,000-pound V-bed, the biggest one that we'd seen in Baghdad. I don't know if we've seen another one since that big, probably. But um, it, it was basically, again, think of a very westernized area where we went in and we occupied Saddam's old palaces. There were, I mean, it's just, it's where they were making money. These people were living large on the, on the horse. So that's where the green zone is located at. So when they say green zone, that's what they're referring to. Protests once again erupted in Iraq's green zone, the center of Iraqi government offices and foreign embassies, after Muqtada al-Sadr said he had had enough of politics and stepped down from his cleric role. His resignation has sparked violent protests from his supporters who stormed the presidential palace Monday, just one month after they rushed the parliamentary building and held protests outside the Supreme Judicial Council demanding the dissolution of parliament and early elections. Nationwide curfews were enacted this week as and al-Sadr on Tuesday called on his loyalists to leave the green zone as more than 400 people have been injured as his supporters trade heavy fire with Iraqi security forces. Iran announced border closures in an effort to prevent the chaos from creeping across its shared border with Iraq and Kuwait, called on its citizens to leave Iraq immediately. The violent protest stems from 10 months of political unrest after al-Sadr's party won the largest share of parliamentary seats in October of 2020 election, but failed to secure the government majority. The results 
The result has pushed Baghdad's politics into a scene of fractional paralysis and infighting between Shiite political leaders. Okay, I'm going to say some really hard-hitting truths here, but it's the truth. This is what they do. This is, if they're not, if it's not Sunni versus Shia versus Kurds, Mm -hmm. then they're fighting each other. That's what these people do. I don't give a fuck what you have to say about this. Four and a half years or three and a half years I spent with these motherfuckers. This is what they do. They will fight nonstop. They will even fight each other over the smallest disagreement. And they will resort to violence to do it. They are a violent culture. This is not shocking. This is just not shocking. When you read this, it's like, eh, finally, Iraq's about to fall. It's going to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. There is good. It is a massive power grab between the Sunnis and Shias. Saddam was the same way. Saddam ruled with an iron fist. And I hate to say this, and people are not going to agree with me because civilians are not going to like to hear this, but it's the truth. Saddam ruled them how you have to rule them. They only understand violence and fear. They cannot handle democracy. They cannot. That's just how their culture is. You can hate me for saying that all you want. I really don't care. That's how they've been since the dawn of time. That's how they're always going to be. The only thing they understand is violence. So That's it. Who do you think takes control? Whoever's most violent. Like over and it's not gonna be, it's, Yeah, it's not going to be Iraq. a one-time control. It's going to be back and forth. Back and forth between forces. One will grow. One will fall back, grow. And it's just, it just back and forth, nonstop. It'll be that way since the, to the end of time. Do you think there'll be like another Saddam Hussein that'll step in? Eventually, and- possibly, yes. That's what they're going to have to do. But, I mean, Muqtada al-Sadr was the same. Well, I shouldn't say same as Saddam, but basically led the same way. Mm-hmm. He was a violent terrorist leader. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes way more in depth than this. There's way more analytical things you can break down. But at the crux of this, this is what they do. There is not going to be... It's not. It's kind of like how they will never accept any kind of election uh outcome unless it favors them and they're willing to go into violent they w- they're willing to resort to violent means to ensure that their party or their group of people remain in power that's mm-hmm. what they do because they know if the opposing faction comes into power they're fucked they know that that's why there's the constant back and forth and again this this isn't surprising i'm surprised that, the only thing i'm i'm really surprised about, it didn't happen sooner that's the one thing i'm really shocked about i figured it would have now if you ever served in um solder city you'll know it why was, do you think this is happening now as opposed to uh, i don't know solder stepping ago? down there's a picture of him right there with his supporters holding it solder was their leader um okay uh, uh, solder who's supported by the iraqi nationalists and some nations poorest that were oppressed under hussein's regime refocused or refused for months to negotiate terms with his iran-backed shiite rivals because again saddam ruled with an iron fist you know, he, he gassed the Kurds. I mean, he murdered his own people. Mm-hmm. I'm not just, now please don't say when this is what it takes. That's just, that's how he did it. I'm not saying the ends justify the means, but that's what they're accustomed to. They cannot handle freedom. They don't want freedom. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. You cannot go to a third, you can't go to any country that does not personally, does not in a vast majority, a vast overwhelming majority want democracy. If they don't want it, if they don't want freedom, mm-hmm. you can't force it on them. You can't. Alexander the Great tried. It's not possible. They do not want it. They are used. They are very tribalistic. They're insanely tribalistic. And that's where things, that's, that's why leadership never got it. That's why leadership in the army never understood it. We went over there and we tried it first during the invasion. It was like, you know, blitzkrieg. 
Oh, maybe they and did understand it, and they knew that this was a money maker for them as far oh, as, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. We know, made so much money. weapons yeah. of war. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah. kept Halibur. I mean, yeah. all these military complexes afloat, right? Oh, it did, absolutely. So I mean, yeah, don't, some don't people that will military. never yeah. concede. They will make money. Yeah. They're going to make money. Absolutely. That's the way it goes. But seeing this now, it's just, it, it doesn't shock me. But on Tuesday, he attempted to lower the temperature and urged his supporters to leave the green zone and stop all violent activity. He says, this is not a revolution, al-Sada reportedly said in a televised address. The Iraq military also said it would end its curfew in hopes it would halt all violence in Baghdad. Um, there have been so many different factions that popped up, even when I was over there. You know, we had the Republican Guard that was Saddam's army. They fell. They, you know, they were, they were done. Then you had all these different factions spring up gangs, if you will, mm-hmm. all vying for power. But Sadr had a massive following. I mean, Jake Shalmati, my God, there were so many of them over there. And I think it was, was it Jam? We called them Jam. They wore black pajamas and green armbands. And there was a time where we had a ceasefire with them. We'd see them driving by our streets in their trucks, armed to the teeth, and just like, motherfuckers, like we got a ceasefire. But when there wasn't a ceasefire, it was game on. Mm-hmm. And then Jake Shalmati, it was just, dude, these people were insanely violent. When you went to Sadr City, you're fucking, you're fucking with the devil. You're, it's dangerous. Yeah, it's still crazy. You think? Here's the thing. I'll put it in perspective. You think Chicago's bad? Send Chicago thugs, gangbangers to Sodder City and watch them shit themselves. Those motherfuckers don't know anything about it. Hmm. They think they're bad. Go over there where they'll fucking assassinate your entire fucking family. They'll slit your throat. They will behead you. They don't give a fuck. It's crazy that the U.S. military was over there for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And what I mean, do we accomplish? Yeah, exactly. It's it's eventually going to fall. It it will fall, I guarantee. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not a year from now. Eventually, leadership will fall. The the Iraqi government will fall. I mean, my God, the, the, I think the reason his protesters are so pissed off, Jake Shalmati, or Sadr City, excuse me, or Sadr, is that they're afraid of who's going to step up. They're afraid that they're going to become a minority. They're going to be mistreated. They're going to be... Uh, they're going to have violence shown towards them. So their main head dude that's led the charge is stepping down. They're kind of like, fuck, mm-hmm. we're fucked. When realistically, and this is how it usually works, somebody else is going to step up and take his place. That's the way it works. When they killed homeboy over in Afghanistan not too long ago and Biden claimed the massive, oh, we killed the guy responsible for 9-11 or one of the guys. Cool. Somebody else is going to step up and take his place. It, it, that's how it always is. The chain of command does not end. Yeah. That you cannot cut the head off the snake; it just regrows. Seems like a real circular war. This is this is. I mean, it's even in the Bible. Yeah. It's even in the Bible. Children of Ishmael. Mm-hmm. It says their hand will be against every man; every man's hand will be against them. Since then, it's been that way. Whether you believe the Bible or not, it's completely up to you. But the Middle East has been a violent culture, and the fact that anybody Russia couldn't do shit, we couldn't do shit. Yeah. You think the world would learn, and I know people don't like hearing that because it comes off as a challenge. Like, whoa, we're America. It doesn't fucking matter who you are. You could have America and Russia team up. Again, they have this saying. The Taliban have a saying. You have the watches, but we have the time. Mm -hmm. They will wait you out. They don't give a fuck. They will let generations go by, and they will pass down that ideology to, to future generations. So when the time comes and there's a weakness, they'll go after it and exploit it. That's how they are. When you are that loyal to a religion, you cannot beat that. You cannot beat that. The only way you beat that is you, it's mass genocide. I'm not condoning that. Please don't take it that way. The only way to do that is you eliminate it altogether. That's not possible. So you're not going to beat these motherfuckers. Seems like they tried, right? Oh, God. Many people have tried. Like no one many, succeeded. 
Not permanently, no. How, how many people in Iraq do you think, how many Iraqis do you think were killed? Oh, God, I don't know. I have no idea. Millions? Uh, you know, different news outlets were reporting millions because they hated Bush. I really don't know. I honestly don't. Um, I'm sure there's a, there's, a, there's a stat somewhere that talks about it, but I really don't know. Hmm. Uh, of course, uh, Sodder's telling people not to protest, to go home, yada, yada, yada. This is what they do. This is what they do. If you're wanting to see the footage of it, go to Real News No Bullshit on Instagram. I've shared it to my Instagram stories on John Burke Official, as well as um, John Savage Burke on my Instagrams. You can see what's going on. I think the most recent one was posted like 15 hours ago. Uh, and there was, uh, <laughs> in typical Iraqi fashion, bullets being shot up into the sky. It's kind of like, what the fuck are these guys doing? Now, they did surround the Green Zone area, and you can see some of the buildings receiving fire. They were firing on the Parliament building itself. They were surrounding it and firing into it. I'm not sure what the hell the intent behind that is outside of just protesting, but, again, these people just don't give a fuck. They don't care. So we just we watch, and we'll see what happens with this. But, again, it's just one, one faction vying for power where another one does the same thing, and it just goes back and forth, and it's never-ending. So... Sad to see, but any veteran out there that served time in Iraq or Afghanistan can tell you, we, we knew this was coming. Yeah. Anybody, what they're waiting, shit, whatever you want to say, knew that as soon as U.S. forces withdrew. I'm honestly surprised the Iraqi government has lasted as long as it has. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm really shocked. Do you think that had to do with who was in office? No. You no. don't think so? No. Not some, they're not afraid of people. They're not afraid of any kind of leader like Putin. No, they're not afraid. The terrorist groups aren't. Now, Trump, did over, he did go over there and go some, do some scorched earth. I'll give him that. Mm -hmm. But at the same token, um, they're not afraid. They don't give a fuck. But I think they're also not stupid. Like, this is the one thing, like, you can't, you can't take away from these types of people, whether it be um, ta uh, Taliban, okay, it doesn't matter. Um, they're not stupid. Mm -hmm. They understand economics. They understand um, international strategy, if you will. They understand... Uh, propaganda campaigns. They get all of this. They understand. They, they know mm -hmm. we're not going back. They know America's not going back. All we're doing is drone operations, drone and probably special forces operations over there in very small amounts. We're not, we're not completely pulled out. We should be, but we're not. Um, they're not stupid. They know this. Taliban know this. Taliban know they can get away with whatever the fuck they want. Well, apparently, look, look what they're doing they took now. back over in Afghanistan. Exactly. And then they're oppressing women. They're murdering people. They don't give a shit. And they know we can't do anything to stop it because the only way to stop it is you reinvade. That it's not going to happen. The American public would never allow that. The international stage wouldn't allow for that. It's like, no, too much. Mm -hmm. And right now, we certainly can't handle it. But, yeah, that's where we're at there. Unless there was some sort of attack on the homeland. I don't even think that would do it. I think, you honest, don't think so? No, because I think now it would be handled the way it should have been. I man. I think these guys are just like... No, just I think they're going to be using tactical strikes. That's what we should have done from the get-go. No, I think that's probably what we should have done. Mm -hmm. But I think these war hawks no. are all about American public would never stand for get it. into it, get into the war, and they no. would run their ad campaigns and everything else no. to get everybody behind it. And try I don't to think do so. That we are so far beyond that, dude. The so? propaganda is dead. That propaganda doesn't work anymore. Yeah, I think Bush the, played that that horse. Yeah, to I think death. the American public would probably say, you know, we're not we're not for it, no. and then government would step up and say, well, this is what we have to do. I, I just don't think that's going to happen. That's just what they do. That's yeah, what the government does. I, I don't think the people would even survive. I think there would be massive uprest, and, uh, and it would be completely um, justified. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I mean, you put it this way. Right now, for those that don't know, military retention numbers are so fucking low 
It's it, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Now they're giving recruits that fail out of high school and shit like that a second chance. If you didn't graduate or whatever the case, or you score low or whatever, they're now they've lowered the bracket so low now that they're letting the poorly educated, and I hate to say this, but it's true, stupid people. They're letting stupid people take another crack at the military. Now your caliber of soldier is about to drop. Your trainability is about to drop. They're used. They're standards for a reason. Mm-hmm. You don't have the right to serve in the military. It's an honor. It's a privilege. I hate saying that because it's going to piss the people. I, I don't hate saying it for that reason, but it's the truth. You don't have a right to serve in the military, but I'm pretty sure that in the future, liberals are going to try and make a push for that to where anybody can serve because they just want to. Um, there used to be standards for a reason. Those standards existed to keep your fellow soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines safe. You had to have someone physically fit, mentally capable, mm-hmm. intelligent enough. And look, here's the thing. They're not asking for like insanely intelligent people. They're not. But a standard level, like a high school education is it. And even that, they're having difficulty finding because the military has become so woke. Seeing everything they're doing right now, people are pissed up. They're Isn't fed that up. how most people go into the military, like after high school? A lot of them, yeah. I mean, I did. Well, I yeah. dropped out of high school to join. But the point still stands mm-hmm. is that like their numbers are so low, they can't, I don't think we can handle it. I really don't think we can handle another war to that magnitude. Because if we did reoccupy Afghanistan, bro, you think the surge in Iraq was bad. You got to remember, Taliban are now armed to the fucking teeth. This isn't going to be just a walk in the park anymore. Like, whatever you try and push back into, Taliban are waiting. Yeah, I just don't... Our government obviously doesn't care about... The fuck no. Our veterans are... No. The military men and women who served. Mm -mm. It's clear. No. I mean, otherwise, they wouldn't have been in a a 20-year war. (sighs) They would have pulled them out a lot sooner. Or they wouldn't have gone into the first place. They had the potential to end this thing a long time ago, and they didn't. Every president made promises. Barack Obama made promises. It never happened. You know, it it took forever. It It was nothing but a leveraging piece that every politician used to campaign for. Mm-hmm. Obama said he'd end the wars. He didn't. Trump said he was going to end the wars. It took him long enough, and towards the end, he finally started making it happen. I mean, realistically, man, and I get that it takes time. When you start, and this is where people got, they didn't understand it. When Trump started negotiating with the Taliban, which you have to do, right? people don't like this idea of we don't negotiate with terrorists. When it's an enemy like that, in a situation to where they're, like, holding hostages, no, of course not. Mm-hmm. But when it's a grand level uh, war, then, yes, you eventually have to negotiate with the heads of your enemy. And he started negotiating with the Taliban, orchestrated the ceasefire, stuff like that, which was good. Yeah. Trump ushered in the ability to draw it down, yeah. which I think he was going to run for re-election on, quite honestly. I think believe he did, if I'm not mistaken. Um Trump did it the smart way as far as political uh, leveraging goes. But he could have ended that war a lot sooner. Every single so? Oh, absolutely. The things he did late in his first term, he could have done at the beginning of his first term. He didn't. Nobody. I mean, Barack Obama had eight fucking years. Didn't do a damn thing. Nothing. Hmm. Because that war, it was like, it was literally a shit sandwich that Bush started. And every president knew. And this, they're not stupid. Even the president knew in the briefings. Whoever pulls out of that motherfucker, you're, you're, you're dealing with a shit sandwich. It's going to be a shit sandwich because even though um, Biden botched the withdrawal, we can't blame Biden for the Taliban takeover. That was going to happen regardless of which president was in office. It didn't matter, but it does reflect poorly on Biden. That's just the way it is. It's kind of like Biden was left holding the shit sandwich, even though he contributed a large portion of it with that horrible withdrawal, mm-hmm. which again, ugh, okay, <laughs> people are not going to like this. I don't pin that withdrawal fully on Biden. 
Biden's not the one making tactical decisions. He's approving them, but he's trusting in what his generals have to say. And let me put it in better perspective for civilians out there that just don't get it. It'd be the same as you being in charge of an automotive club. And your maintenance teams are telling you, you need to do this, this, and this. But you don't know anything about maintenance. So you're taking their word for it. Biden doesn't know dick all about military operations. He's not a, he's not a soldier. He takes his advice from his staff. His staff are nothing but yes men. And that's the problem there. So realistically, this botched withdrawal, the people that were in charge of it should have been resigned. Should have resigned. Should have been, you know, honestly, they should have had a lot of shit thrown their way. Yeah. Probably didn't happen, at least not that I'm aware of. So even though uh, Biden's going to take the fall for it, or he's going to be pinned for it and blamed for it, man, I w- <sighs> and I fucking hate Biden. I do not like that piece of shit. But it wasn't Biden. He's responsible. Don't get me wrong. He shares some of the blame, but I don't feel he shares the majority of the blame. That's yeah. your generals. That's your commanders on the ground that fuck that up. Now, granted... Biden could have a role in that tour if he said, I want him out in like 72 hours. Then Biden set the parameters to where, okay, this is impossible. You've given us mission impossible. We can't accomplish this. If that is the case, then Biden fucked up. But we were already talking about, like, we withdrew from Bagram Airfield, and we actually did that one the right way. We fucking bounced in the middle of the night, and we didn't tell anybody. And it's like, oh, it's so fucked up. It's like, no, you don't tell anybody. Because the moment you tell somebody that's operational security, your shit's leaking. They're going to shoot your shit down. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. So it was literally, I think it was Bagram Airfield. They packed up in the middle of the night and they were gone. Wake up the next day, the Afghan army's like, where they go? talking about leaving that airbase was a huge mistake in the first place. Yes, 100%, yes. That was wrong. Bath, Bath was the main point of entry and exit into Afghanistan. Right. Now, you had JBAD, you had places like that, but Bath was, think of it like JFK or LaGuardia. Mm-hmm. That was the main entry point. And the, I don't know why. I don't know who made that call. I don't think it was Biden. Because Biden yeah, doesn't know. I, I don't think Biden makes leader. any no. decisions. Yeah, he's, I agree. He's just the... He's a tool. He's yeah, a puppet. He's the, the meat puppet. Yeah, this is a shadow president that we have. They just stick his, their hands up his rear end and then make him talk <laughs> and then spit out their policy. Like, he yeah. doesn't... He has no idea what's going on. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you could look at the guy and his eyes are glazed over and he can barely stand up. Yeah. So, I, I have no doubt that it's not him calling the shots, but it yeah. is his stupid face. Yeah, I agree. That's on everything, so... Yeah. You know, when you talk about the Biden presidency or the Biden administration, mm-hmm. I think it, it entails all the uh, shadow figures yeah. that stand behind him. Yeah, and, I and just, really make the calls. I would really love to see who is who is who's the one pulling the strings. Who are the ones pulling yeah, the strings? It's got to be Obama. You think it's Obama? I, yeah, I don't. I know we talked about this before. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, because even Obama didn't fuck it up this I would, bad. Yeah, I would be. He was. He. I think he was screwing things up. Quite a bit. Not well. Here's the thing. I mean, because gas. Look, gas prices went up to seven dollars an hour. Now they come down to what mid threes, something like that. And now that seems normal again. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not. No. Because when it hit two eighty nine, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, we were going up. Yeah, was. But the same thing. Trending off of what you just said, though. If if Obama's just as bad as Biden, then why wasn't Biden or Obama's economy as bad as Biden's? His economy. His economy was terrible. Not as bad as Biden's. You know, we're coming off of the. Chinese virus mm-hmm. pandemic, mm-hmm. so I think that attributes to oh, absolutely, yeah, to a lot of the yeah. economic problems. But mm-hmm. we were in a V-shaped recovery under Trump. So True. when Biden got back in, and then prices sh- <laughs> <laughs> that was, was that you? Yeah, that was an attention. <laughs> <laughs> that was fitting. I know, but uh, yeah, it's just wait. Did you push that button? Yeah, I hit it. On oh, right. I thought somebody like maybe did a thing in Twitch or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I just think that uh, 
he has a lot to do, or his administration has a lot to do with the uh, how terrible the economy is and mm. how shitty the world is right now. I just the decisions that they make and people knowing that he's a feckless president. He was. You know, well, he's, I mean, he's got oh, zero. We got to admit, Obama was elected because he was black. We wanted a black president so bad. We wanted to virtue signal as a country so bad about, hey, we got our first black president. This guy, he was not a good president. No, the military terrible. fucking hated him. No, he was, was horrible in the military. Jimmy Carter was terrible. He was awful. And yeah. then Biden is obviously the worst. Bush, at least, as much as I don't like Bush, Bush was at least good to the military. But at the same token, Bush also whored the military out. I mean, there is that. Yeah. But, I don't know. But we'll watch what's happening with Iraq, you know, again. It's faction versus faction. This is not surprising. Well, some news I bet you didn't hear about. And the only reason I heard about this is because of TikTok. I follow this Jewish lady on there who talks a lot about Jewish news, Palestinian, uh, the war between Palestine, Israel, things like that. And I didn't know this, but thanks to pro-Israel pressure, Ben and Jerry's reverses decision to boycott Judea, Sumeria. Um, Y'all remember that when Ben and Jerry said they're no longer going to sell to Israel? Apparently they reversed that, but they reversed that. um, This is from July 6th. I didn't know that. Hmm. Um, now, again, this is from Israel365news.com. It's true. This is a this is an opinion piece, but it is true. Because I went and looked this up. It's hard to find. Why did they bury this? Why aren't news organizations covering this? You figure this would be a secured victory for the right or conservatism saying, hey, look, you fucking woke retards. You bent the knee, and now it f- blew up in your face. The BDS movement was uh, dealt a massive blow last week when Ben & Jerry's Israel distributor compelled the Vermont-based ice cream maker to reverse its decision to boycott sales in Judea and Samaria. Uh, Unilever, the parent company of Ben & Jerry's, announced that they have agreed to sell the manufacturing distribution rights to its Israeli brand, as well as in the Judea-Samaria region, to Avi Zinger, its Israeli licensee. The decision came following a nearly year-long battle between virtually all elements of the pro-Israel community against Ben and Jerry's. Pro-Israel advocates protested the corporation's July 2021 announcement of its refusal to renew its license with Zinger because it could not support its product being distributed in what they claim is occupied Palestinian territory. The protests, which largely took place online, included viral videos mocking the ice cream maker's decision. Among them was one produced by Shiloh Israel Children's Fund, featuring a boy stepping on a pile of Jerry Ben & Jerry's ice cream to see what other brands of ice cream awaited him in the freezer. The video boasts over 83,000 views on Facebook and was just one of many efforts to put forth the pro-Israel community to quash the ice cream, ice cream maker's anti-Semitic initiative. Dumb fucking move to make on their part. Why the hell... Would you get involved in that fiasco over there? Like, I, dude, I don't get that. Why the hell as... That'd be like shell shock. If we were international, it's like, hey, we're going to pick one or the other. It's like, you're an idiot. Stay out of it. Yeah. There is that. That's one of those things. You go stick in your nose over there, you're going to get shit on it. It doesn't matter which side you support. You're going to get shit on. Stay out of it. Let them kill each other off. Don't fuck with it. Now, I have my support, but as far as, like, actually really supporting them, I don't do shit. It's like, it's not my war, not my fight. Don't fucking care. Yeah. I have nothing to do with that. If they want to murder each other, let them murder each other. I don't care. Not my problem. But for Ben and Jerry's to take that, that stance, it's like, hey, good luck. It blew up, blew up in your face. You had, to, you had to basically back down. But I love seeing that. <laughs> not, oh, <laughs> excuse me. not because of, you know, that it's Ben and Jerry's. It's because I love seeing woke corporations get shit-faced. Like, I love seeing it blow up in their face because they think they're virtue signaling so hard. Right. And then you wind up having to turn around and like, yeah, you got fucked, didn't you? You dumb fucks. That's what you get. Fat bastards. Fat bastards. So, 
Well, here's some interesting news. FBI official accused of shutting down the Hunter Biden probe resigns. That's dude, a big, that's a big deal. Dude, I was about to say, if there was ever proof or evidence of the fact that they tried to suppress this, even mm-hmm. when Zuckerberg came out, like you said before the show, do you think, well, I mean, what was the question you asked me before the show started? Uh, if you thought that Zuckerberg had, it was like the, a preemptive move to come out on Joe Rogan's podcast and talk about how the FBI came to him first, mm-hmm. and it wasn't his decision to suppress the story. Because eventually it was going to come out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think we all already knew what was going on behind the scenes. Like, yeah. We're not stupid. Yeah. Like, we know they have these conversations. When Twitter censors right. any kind of hashtag, yeah. you know that there's some truth. There's That's bite what, to it. I mean, Zuckerberg threw uh, Dorsey under the bus yeah. saying, you know, we didn't take the same thing where we just booted the New York Post off of our, our site altogether. Yeah. We just suppressed we the suppressed, story. And then he said they suppressed and, it a lot. And made it so it's not shareable, but then yeah. he wasn't able to give us an exact number of yeah. the percentage. That depth. dude fucking knew. That yeah. dude knew. He, so, he's such a liar. I don't think they do anything that's, like, I don't think it just came out in normal conversation like we're talking mm-hmm. and he just kind of brought it up like, yeah, I didn't, you know, the FBI came to, that's a big deal. Oh, and yeah. If yeah. Someone of his uh, caliber and that, I mean, there's no telling how much shit that guy knows, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, all the connections, all the people he talks to, all the information he has at his fingertips yeah. to go onto this web. Billions dude. of people using this website. This dude, right? he's so got, dude, he comes he's out his, and, yeah. and says that and it's just, I don't know. Curious to me, this, you know, is this a preemptive move on his part to yeah. kind of, you, you know, know what I love about, you know what I love about better? atheists like this Gary Pelos is Jesus Christ, the best imaginary friend to have. Isn't it funny how you can make a reference to the Bible or anything and you're not like throwing it in somebody's face, but you always have to have these fucking atheist zealots come out there and they, they have to make fun of you for it. That's, that's why nobody really respects or gives a fuck about atheists anymore. No. You're so vindictive. You're so full of hatred and animosity. It's okay to make fun of Christians. But I'd love to see you do that on Instagram or something and make fun of Muslims. So you're banned here. You're not going to do it in my chat. If you don't like Christians here, you want to make fun of God, you can do it someplace else. I'm not going to. I'm not going to tolerate it. You don't like it? Go go start your own platform. I, love I don't Jesus. give a fuck. That's what I love doing, and it's not that it really bothers me. I just love pissing them off. It's like, hey, you can either respect my my religious preferences or not. It's really up to you. I don't right. fucking care. But Jesus Christ, like really? No pun intended. Like you really, you really want to take that approach? Feel free. It's gonna blow up in your face. I really don't care. You're one of hundreds of thousands. Okay, I lose. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. You want to believe in a lot? Do your thing. You want to be Jewish? Do your thing. But go make fun of them on social media and see what happens to you. But for some reason, it's okay to do it towards Christianity. Oh, yeah, I'm not tolerating that Jewish shit. People? Oh my god. I'm not tolerating see that ya. shit. This shit's ridiculous. You can, and here's the thing, if they don't, dis, if they disagree that that's fine, I respect that. Right. I respect that. And I'm going to totally, you know, I want to see them make fun of, like I said in the chat, I want to see you make fun of them all equally. But for some reason, it's been perfectly acceptable to go after Christians, white heterosexual Christians. Hell no. Not tolerated here. <sighs> that's just my sense. A senior FBI official accused whistleblowers of sabotaging a Hunter Biden probe that has left the bureau, according to multiple reports. Oh, source of mine sent me this. I want to read this for you. This is an official memorandum. You're going to love this, by the way. 
Um, this came out uh, August 30th, 2022. Uh, the Office of the Eternal Gen Attorney General, Washington, D.C. Memorandum for all Department of Justice non-career employees from the Eternal General. New restrictions on political activities by non-career employees. Mm -hmm. They're doing fucking cleanup right now. That's what they're doing. Earlier today, let me just read you what you can. Okay, although longstanding department policy has permitted non-career appointees to attend partisan political events, e.g. fundraisers and campaign events, in their personal capacities, if, if they participated passively and obtained prior approval, under the new policy, non-career appointees may not participate in any partisan political events in any capacity. This restriction applies to both policy or public and non-public partisan political events. Second one, in the past, when the department uh, has further limited attendance at partisan political events during presidential election years, it has allowed an exception for non-career appointees who had close family members who were running for partisan offices or similar situations. The new, the new policy permits no exceptions. They're cracking down. It's too late. Yeah. It's too late. The DOJ is done. Nobody trusted anybody. The system is done. Yeah. You once you free, and that's the thing. They've destroyed they any destroyed. credibility yes. that they might have even had a little. Yeah. Like, they didn't have much, so now they got nothing. Now they got nothing. They got nothing. The OJ's fuck. They're doing. They're trying to do damage control. It's too yeah. late, dude. Yeah. The fact that you pulled this shit. I mean, it was bad enough for January six. People yeah. were questioning the feds at that one. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it was wrong. But when I see police and shit like that, and then it was, you know, when Cruz pulls up the director of the FBI and they're just ducking and weaving all these fucking questions, saying, "Hey, we have this picture of this one guy yeah. who turns out to be a fed," right. and then we actually see him whispering in somebody's ear, like, "Hey, let's go in." He was saying and it he out was loud, saying it, and people saw it. They actually had the video evidence, and they're in denial. It's yeah. like, well, then why would we ever trust the feds? You guys, I mean, here's the thing: it could, it probably was CIA. I have no doubt that was probably CIA because that's what the CIA does. Yeah, they're yeah. notorious for that. And it's so your own imagine, countrymen. Yeah, exactly. Imagine the CIA because people's like, why would Trump do that with his own CIA? What about Peter Stroh and Lisa Page? That was his FBI. Oh my god, you man. had traitors in your midst. I can't stand that guy. I yeah, mean, I would love to spit in that guy's face. Mm -hmm. I'd love to do more of that. But I can't talk it. about. It. Yeah, he'd probably enjoy it. Mm -hmm. He'd be like, oh yeah, do it again. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spit it harder, daddy. <laughs> I just, it's ridiculous, but to sit there and, you know, think that people are going to have any faith in the system anymore. No. Hell no. Absolutely not. Hell no. no. There is no equal justice under the law. I mean. No, not at all. If you're rich, you get away with whatever. If you're a politician, you get away yeah. with whatever. It's, dude, it is so, it's so flawed. But then yeah. that's only going to help socialism get root deeper Perhaps. in America. That's why. Timothy DeBald, a former assistant special agent in charge of the FBI's Washington field office, resigned from his post and was being escorted out of his building on Friday, the Washington Times first reported. Um, DeBald, who has been with the FBI for more than two decades, has been on leave for a month, and it remains unclear if he was forced to resign or if he left on his own accord, the report noted. Uh, DeBald was at retirement age, and being escorted out is standard protocol for those who leave, according to CBS. DeBald's exhibit, or exit from the Bureau happened after he came under fire over multiple whistleblower allegations levied against him this year. The allegations came through Senator Chuck Grassley and Jim Jordan offices. Grassley and Jordan are the top Republicans on the Senate and House Judiciary Committees, respectively. Uh, in jury, Grassley sent a letter to the, both the FBI and the Justice Department demanding documentation or documentation related to the FBI's handling of information about Hunter Biden, President Joe Biden's embattled son. The letter implicated Tabalt noting that verified and verifiable derogatory information on Hunter Biden was falsely labeled as disinformation. This right here 
if liberals had an ounce or a shred of common sense, this right here would prove to you why you do not need someone regulating what is truth and what is not. Mm -hmm. Because this was the Justice Department, this was the FBI, and they got it wrong. What makes them the arbiters of truth? Nothing. They lie. The fact that I just love the fact that we have we have Democrats now loving the government and putting full trust and faith in the government. Yet not even two years ago, they did not because of Trump. You get Biden in office and suddenly it's all wiped clean. The blood has been scraped off the chopping block. Hey, we got a new president. We can trust the government now. You're oh, fucking retarded. Relaxed. Ah, just relax I and know. close your eyes while Biden raises your taxes and you pay more while your electric bill is through the roof and gas is going to make you broke and probably put you to the point where even men are going to have to start OnlyFans just to pay <laughs> your mortgage. Welcome to Biden's America. You start my OnlyFans account. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It really is. But again, no, not shocking. This guy's going to resign and disappear off into the sunset and nothing's going to happen. Nothing ever happens. That's why it's fucking ridiculous. So the only thing that's going to possibly make this happen is if, if Republicans take back the House and Senate, come midterms, and we'll see. We'll see. That's it. You know, at least we're seeing some new faces yeah. running for office. Yeah. I mean, I, I would Need say that's, new a, blood. that's a positive note. Yeah. Even if there was like Democrats who were sensible yeah you know I, I don't think there's anything wrong with challenging each party for ideas absolutely but they have to be rooted in uh, truth you know and not yeah. just like how the Democrats have been running for the past I don't know Jesus 25 years yeah <laughs> no kidding right it's like there's just no moral compass well, that know, they run by we said that the other day on the show is that Democrat Tony Cowden had said yeah. this and this guy had a point he said Democrat politicians are great at making good at their promises. Mm -hmm. They're good at it. Even though I disagree with them, they're good. Because look at Biden now. He's pushing for it. But again, I don't think this is going to pass. The student loan forgiveness, it's got to go through Congress. Biden does not have that ability. Yeah. But the thing is, Democrats have control. I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, that's what Nancy Pelosi said last yeah. year, was that the president can delay mm -hmm. payment, but can't wipe out debt. Yeah. So, and that's from we'll that say. mouth of that. That's what you need to abolish idiot. the Fed. Well, New York lawmakers urge Visa MasterCard to flag gun sales. Carry cash, baby. Carry that cash. Mm -hmm. What about Discover? Do you say Discover card? Um, MasterCard. Dozens of New York lawmakers are urging Visa and MasterCard to create a new firearm-specific category code, which would, in effect, flag gun purchases in the state and around the country. Hell no. See, how do they even have the authority to go in and tell a business exactly. how to operate? Exactly. That's corporatism. Right? That is corporatism. Because it's social. Not, I mean, yeah. it's like telling them what to That's do. So, yeah. It's socialism light. It's it's the is verge. It? Yeah. It's socialism know. light. Yeah. I don't even, I don't think I would even call it light. I would just, uh, lightism. The full social, I mean, shit, might as well just call it communism. Uh, really? I, seriously. You can only make this like much and see. I don't trying know. to dress it up. Yeah. <laughs> It's great See, value brand communism. I know. I just, I Look, can't. You're going to love this communism. I just, I would love to be, I would love that shell shock got so big. The government started trying to tell us what to do. And you can just turn around and say, like, suck my fucking dick. I know, man. Kiss my fucking ass, you cocksuckers. We're not like, doing a hang, goddamn thing. Hang on, I've got my, oh, there it there is. There it is. Yeah, just suck that. Stick that in your fucking pipe and smoke it, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the Gothamist reports that the lawmakers sent a letter to the credit card companies in which they urge Visa and MasterCard to move guns out from under a broad category like sporting goods, placing them under one that refers specifically to guns or gun stores. 
I refer to you back to the cuck of the North, Justin Trudeau, when he froze <laughs> the bank accounts of the protesters. This is so much government oversight. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think people realize how close we are. I mean, we're already there. We're living 1984. Mm -hmm. We are there. This is insane to me. Yeah. But the thing I love about American ingenuity is when they come up with something, we'll counter it with something else. Just pay for it in cash. Yeah, you know, I don't think the government or anybody should have access to anybody else's no. bank account, especially Fuck the IRS. Yeah. Uh, like, if you have the IRS money, they can go into your account and they could sweep it. They can levy like, that shit, yeah. They can levy it. Mm -hmm. They could take it from you. You said they did that to you a few times, didn't they? Like yeah, they, they up had a... Uh, I was working with my dad, one of the... Uh, one of his clients had used my social security number instead mm -hmm. of the company's tax ID number. Mm. So it showed me making like an insane amount of money. Mm -hmm. It took like six or seven years to finally get it off my record. But as I was talking to the IRS agents, telling them, explaining the situation, yeah. trying to get it. And it takes forever mm. to deal with these people. It, oh, it's yeah. just, it, it takes the it IRS. Took, it took forever. Yeah. But they would go into my account and they'd, they'd just like, wipe it out without any sort of warning or anything like that they would just go in and yeah they told they said i owed like one hundred ten thousand dollars in taxes i'm like uh, like first good lord like there's, there's absolutely good no way lord. So they did the same thing to me they said yeah. they said that i owed like 60 grand in back taxes yeah and i'm like for what year and they said 2016 i was like i was in the army in 2016 yeah, see that's what's Explain gonna happen to me how as a staff sergeant i made yeah. Like I made 60 K where I mean, what is that? That'd be like a 25. No, that'd be like a 33% tax bracket. Mm -hmm. I forget what the highest one is. Yeah. It's like, you're telling me in the army as a staff, unless I was selling drugs and prostituting only fans on the side, how the yeah. fuck was I making that much money? Like get the fuck out of here. That's 60 grand in taxes for 26. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, any veteran that's like working the IRS can say, wait a minute. He was a staff sergeant in the army. No, we yeah. fucked up. We fucked up big time. There's no way. I think I just think there's other way other ways around yeah. it. So oh, yeah. instead of being well, able to penalize you if you don't yeah. pay it on time, it's like well, yeah, that was on interest rate. Like who the fuck do you think you are? You're not a goddamn credit company. Yeah. Credit so if I had set up some sort of payment pro program with them, yeah. it would have locked me in at one hundred ten thousand dollars, and I would have never got out of it. Dude. And that's what's going to happen with these eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents. Mm -hmm. Is that they're going to go after people like who make less than $100,000, and they're going to say, hey, you made this much money, this is how much you owe in taxes, and it's going to take you forever yeah. to to get it straightened out, yeah. if you ever get it straightened oh, out. Oh, Jesus, yeah. More than likely, you have to do like an offer on compromise and say, mm -hmm. okay, th this is how much you owe, but, but we'll settle for this. Yeah. And in actuality, you probably didn't know anything. Yep. Uh, one of my friends is suing the IRS. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Basically what you have to do. That's what you have to do. It's such bullshit. <sighs> it is. But I don't think they should be able to go into your bank account uh, and take anything out. They shouldn't have any access to your personal finances. That's totally unacceptable. It's bullshit. Yeah. That's way, again, but then you'd have people out there that would have the same mindset of like, well, if you have nothing to hide, what do you care? It's like, uh, because that's not the point. The point yeah, is- It's not the point at all. It's like, you're okay. That, again, that's why sheep, they don't give a fuck. Right. You know, sheep, I was the same way when I was 17 with the Patriot Act. It's like, well, if you're not a terrorist, you got nothing to worry about. It's like, it's not the point. Right. The point is, it's your freedom. They don't have the right to do that. Mm -hmm. But Meghan Markle back in the news, uh, she tactically <laughs> threatens to say anything after leaving royal family. Hey, we saw what happened, Princess Diana. Why don't we just go ahead and repeat that with her? I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Come on, Queen Elizabeth, make it happen. Get oh, rid of this cunt. Meghan Markle has tactically threatened to say anything after she and Prince Harry left the royal family for a new life in the United States. You got to love that. We even get the limeys coming over. <laughs> 
I love the Brits. Don't get me wrong. I love my fucking British allies. Those motherfuckers can drink like sons of bitches and they fight like crazy. But I just do find it ironic that nobody fucking respects this douchebag anymore. He marries a liberal, sticks his dick in crazy, pops out a kid, and now he's fucked. You are tied to this crazy cunt for the rest of your life. Terrible. Fuck that. In a lengthy interview with The Cut, Megan discussed the rift that occurred between her and the royal family after they formally stepped down from their public duties, implying that she could say anything about her time spent in the United Kingdom. Um, It takes a lot of effort to forgive. I've really made an active effort, especially knowing that I can say anything, she said. Megan added that she is still healing from her experience as a member of the royal family. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Probably because you were a douche and they didn't like you or then you didn't fit in. Oh, she's a total douche. Even her own father fucking hates her. In the same interview, <laughs> I know she says, I've never had to sign anything that restricts me from talking. I can talk about my whole experience and make a choice not to, she, she told the magazine. That's a threat. That's essentially, that's a little subtle shot across the royal bow saying, back the fuck off, leave me the fuck alone, yeah. or I'm going to spill all. Prince Andrew's a pedophile. It's, oh, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 we already know that, yeah. Uh, in the same interview, Markle appeared to stoke further controversy with the royal family when she seemed to say that Prince Harry could lose his own father, Prince Charles, due to the separation. Harry said to me, I lost my dad in this process. It doesn't have to be the same for them as it was for me, but that's his decision, Markle told the cut. Yeah, it's not the same. Her dad even came out and did an interview about her. Like, she's crazy. Yeah. This woman's fucking unhinged. These are liberal women, folks. These are liberal women. I saw this left-leading video of uh, they were doing uh, comparisons like of Prince Harry when they first met. Mm-hmm. And then I guess she does this claw grab that she does on his arm and everything. And yeah. they had this body language expert uh, expert mm-hmm. talking about how they were sitting next to each other. And he's like trying to pull his arm away. And he's like really uncomfortable. And Jeez. I would be too if I fucked a liberal. Doesn't look like it's uh, yeah. going well for him. Dude, I, I can't imagine getting a liberal woman pregnant. Oh, my God. Oh, God. oh my God. That'd be horrible. That'd be horrible. Oh, damn. However, in a source close to the couple later clarified to the New York Post that Megan was not referring to Prince Charles, but to her own father, Thomas Markle, with whom she has been in a public feud since her engagement to the British royal. Journalist Omid Scooby, who co-authored the interview, later tweeted that Markle had never meant to speak of Prince Charles. There seems to be the confusion in the headlines about this quote in the cut interview, tweeted Scooby. I understand that Prince Harry is actually referring to Meghan's loss of her own father. <sighs> uh, okay, I'm bored with this. Moving on. I don't give a fuck. It's just yeah, funny to me. Oh, you got to love this. Ten-year-old, again, listen to this closely, folks. This is, this is the temperature of America right now. Ten-year-old trans model with trans mother. What? Exactly. Ten-year-old trans model with trans mother is set to undergo surgery at 16. My, how the acorn does not fall from far from the apple tree, if you get my gist there. (laughs) 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 This shit's insane, folks. Come on. A 10-year-old child, the world's youngest transgendered model, lives with her transgender mother and her mother's trans partner and is set to undergo surgery at 16. Oh, what a twisted fucking world we live in. All right, YouTube, I got to shut it down because it's going to get me banned. My John Burke YouTube page, we've got 250 live viewers right now. Head on over to the John Burke All American Staff. I'm going to keep that one up for you, okay? Here's the link. Go over there now because I cannot get banned on this account. This is where I post all the John John Ross ones. Here's the YouTube link. Go follow. It's in the chat. Click on it. Go drop a follow over there, folks. 
I love my YouTube following. I appreciate you. I cannot risk getting my YouTube channel banned. It's one of the last bastions I have. All you got to do is click the link and go over to the other channel. It's not that fucking hard. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Do it now. Love y'all. I'll see y'all on the other channel. All right, we're shutting down John Burke right now. All right, John Burke has been shut down. We are still streaming on the All-American Savage show on YouTube, so keep that in mind. All right. Noella McMayer has recently garnered attention for modeling at the New York Fashion Week. The boy reportedly told his parents that he was a girl at age two. Oh, my fuck. Oh, my God. I can't read these stories anymore. I'm, I get way too angry. I know. I cannot stand these fucking pieces of shit. These delinquent parents. These perverts. These groomers. I cannot, I cannot stand these people. I really can't. These people should be locked up. They should in psychological like in, in mental institutions. He then began socially transitioning, presenting himself as a girl at just four years old. What the fuck? I'm at a loss, folks. I'm at a loss. In that Roanoke town in Texas, if you go watch the footage of this, you see some of the parents standing outside. Utterly, dis they're not parents. No. You see, I see dogs. I see bitches that take care of their puppies better than these freaks do of their own children. These are human beings. These are quote unquote mothers acting. Again, I've said it before and I will say it again. This is not left versus right. This is good versus evil. Mm -hmm. These people should be extinguished from our society. They are dregs on the human element. These people will plumb us. They will, they will basically sink us. This is the depravity that destroyed Rome. This is the depravity that overtook Sodom and Gomorrah. This shit right here should never be allowed to stand. These people should not be welcomed in America. They should not. If we want to see America flourish and continue to grow as a society, this needs to be abolished. These people need to be arrested. This should never be normalized. This is not inclusivity. This is not tolerance. This is grooming children. Four years old, ladies and gentlemen, Two years old, barely old enough to talk, if even that, you're telling me that that child who does not even have a fully developed brain, not even close to one, thinks they're a girl? That boy does? Where do they get that from? All that is an interpretation from the parents, and the parents are projecting their lifestyles onto the child. Mm -hmm. This is child abuse. These people should have CPS brought in there and their children taken away. I feel so bad, so bad for those children. They don't have a chance at a normal lifestyle. These fruitcakes are fucking it up for them. Yep. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. Horrific. Mm -hmm. Fucking horrific. Yeah, it's amazing how wild animals are more protective over their yep. children than these. Than this, yeah. Than actual humans. 100%. It's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. Noelle's mom used feminine pronouns in reference to her son and remarked she would refuse to wear boys' clothes and have tantrums because she was so young. Sounds like someone needs super nanny. You know, of course they have tantrums. They don't want to wear clothes, any clothes at all. She knew what she wanted but didn't have the words to say it, yet she can identify as a girl. Oh, my God. These people are just disgusting. Noah reportedly told medical professionals at Lurie Children's Hospital in Chicago that he was a girl. Uh, it has been revealed by Redux that this child apparently lives with his biological mother and her partner, who are both transgender. Talk about just twisted and fucked up. Hmm. It's in the water over there. No shit. <laughs> Noelle's biological mom, Dee McMayer, is a social justice activist. Oh, color me shocked. Color me shocked. Hmm. 
How many times have we said this, folks? It's these people basically using their children as woke banners, woke tokens, woke talismans in the flesh to virtue signal how woke they are. This is disgusting. Where's CPS? Where are they? Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I mean, it's you hard to protect call your in children. C- yeah, it's hard to call in a CPS when you have a trans. Uh, who's the guy? The the secretary of yeah, that health freak. Yeah, just a, oh my god. And then the, who's the other dude in in charge the of fuel? Yeah, the nuclear waste or whatever. They're just these. These are nuts. Yeah. These are these are freaks. They're you know, which freaks. Is, which is fine if that's how they want to live their life. If those guys are good at their job, I don't care how they dress, right? I don't care. Yeah, if, if I get you what keep, you're saying there. But if, if I you think keep there's that a stuff line. to yourself, but once you start taking it to yeah. your kids, yeah, once you start saying we should be teaching this in public schools, the, but then, here's the problem, that's, though. That's the problem. The problem is that we tolerated it too much. Now again, yeah, do what you want in the bedroom. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Dress how you want. Act. I don't give a shit. But the problem is when you start trying to normalize it and yeah. celebrate it, that's and this is what we get. I think you're right. This is where we went. Again, it, they right. are undoing the fibers of our society. They're undoing it. Because that tolerance can only go so far before then eventually, look at what they're doing now. They're right. trying to push the map, the minor attracted persons. Minor attracted persons, it's another name for pedophiles because mm-hmm. they don't want to call them pedophiles because no. it's too offensive. Yes. That's what they are. They're fucking pedophiles. So the fact they're trying to normalize this, this is what the left stands for now, folks. Yeah. This is what the left is. The right will never embrace this. And God, God bless them for not doing that. But this is what the left is about at this point. And you don't see them really going after him. You know, the left, the left, I'd say moderates are trying to keep this hush hush. But when Biden comes out there and supports transgender um, hormone blockers for children, yeah. you can't deny anymore. This is now what your party's about. Yep. I mean, if Republicans are smart, use this as your running platform. Yeah, it should be showcase what Biden is doing. Yeah. Like they are targeting your children, folks. They are targeting your children. Mm-hmm. You really want these nut jobs passing policies that affect you and your family when they can't even acknowledge what a woman is, a biological woman? Well, I'm not a biologist. Well, you're not an economist, but you certainly know how to take my fucking money from taxes, don't you? Fuck out of here. We live in an insane world. America's falling. It's fucking sad to see that. But that's where we're at. It's disgusting to say. Terrible. A biography of the Point Foundation, a pro-trans organization, states that D. McMayer is a deaf, gay, transgender person with a background in the LGBTQIA plus advocacy. The biography refers to McMayer with the pronoun they and says that she has spent the last 10 years working as an educator and advocate for transgender children and their families. D. McMayer told Chicago pa- parent that she was planning on having her child undergo sex change operations at age 16 after he receives puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones. D. McMayer and Noah Bala- dude, I-, I can't, I can't finish this. I'm sorry, I can't. I, I, mm, I gotta stop talking. I can't, I can't say what I hope happens to these freaks. I cannot say it. I'm just disgusted. I'm so fucking. This is not the America that we fought for. This has gone way off the the rails of sanity into the the realm of just immorality, disgust, filth, and just all-out flat insanity. Mm -hmm. And these are liberals. These are liberals. This is why nobody really takes liberals seriously. When they say bleeding heart liberals, when they say these nut jobs, this is what they're referring to. The only thing is they've just, they've come out and in like the whole trans thing. But before that, they always existed. And you see how crazy these people are. It's just nuts. Well, you gotta love this. Changing the topic because I can't even talk about this anymore 
because it comes down to me wishing violence on people. Mm-hmm. That's that's how bad I fucking hate these people. The parents that be, be, not trans people in general. If you're trans, I don't fucking care. Do what you want to do. I'm not going to celebrate it. No, it's not normal. No, I'm not going to praise you for it. But when you involve children, I wish bad things on you. California Democrats passed law to let state set fast food workers' wages. Have y'all not learned anything? Have these idiots not learned anything? Let me read that for you again. California Democrats passed law to let the state set fast food workers' wages. You don't seem to understand when the government... This is, this is like, this is like the, the case in point that I just need to once again prove Friedmanism was right. When the state gets involved in regulating, for example, wages, minimum wage, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to raise it because their economy is shit. Mm-hmm. They're going to raise wages to match the economy because in their mind, they feel that working a minimum wage job should allow you to essentially take care of an entire family. That is not true. Mm-hmm. So what they're going to do to combat this, to please everybody in their state, is they're going to raise that minimum wage for the fast food workers to an astronomical point. And you know what these people are going to do? They're going to go automated mm-hmm. and you're going to lose jobs and good riddance. That's what McDonald's did. That's what McDonald's did. You, you, ladies and gentlemen, you go to Walmart now, the self-checkout aisles. You've mm-hmm. got about five of those with one person monitoring. Yep. Wow, that saves you a shitload of money. You invest in technology, and you save money in the long run. All California Democrats are doing <laughs> is going to cause more unemployment. I, they just don't understand They it. don't get it. I, maybe they do understand. They just don't care. They just feel like it's a good talking point to get votes. Exactly. That's You're talking to people like, hey, we're going to get you to raise. Yeah. Uh, we're going to raise we're the minimum raise wage. raise the minimum wage over, for fast food workers. Over $15. Right. Yep. And, and then, then yeah. you know, 15 people get fired from a job because they have I was talking to a friend. Do. You know they have robots now that will bring you your food? What? In these fast food restaurants. Yeah. I forget where it's at. Chad, help me out here. I don't think it was McDonald's. I don't know where it was. But literally, they sent me a picture of the robot coming out there with a tray, and they just take their food off, and the robot goes back. This is in America. This was in Dallas. I got to figure out where this was. Hmm. I forget which restaurant. Is it TGI Fridays? I don't know. No, it's, it's, in Japan. it's been in Japan, but I'm talking about it's here in America as well now. It's here. Um, and it only got exacerbated because COVID, because everybody didn't want to have human contacts. So they put more investments into robots and stuff like that but um it's nuts to me chilies yeah good news about that is that we have to tip the fucking robot (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, right tipping you for shit looks like it's a a chilies yeah is it chilies yeah Hmm. go figure uh democrats in both houses of the california state legislature have passed the bill that would allow the state to set wages for half a million fast food workers in the state sending the legislation to governor gavin newsom for a signature you know he's gonna sign it and kiss those jobs goodbye yeah. it'd be like the government coming in and tell shell shock hey you got to pay your employees by the way none of our employees make minimum wage we pay them way above that but if we wanted to we certainly could mm-hmm. and if the government if the state said hey you now have to pay your employees, no matter what, $20 an hour. Okay. I'm going to fire them, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invest in technology, and I'll make it so I don't need them anymore. I will either outsource it, or I'll make it automated. It's just that easy. Uh, can we do the same thing? For politicians? Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Everything's statistically based. Yeah. It's like, what's the best statistical outcome of this? 
and all sources point to no. Boom, yeah, they vote no. Probably what's going to happen in I the think future. So, yeah. yeah, probably. AI takes over. God Lord, good Lord knows we need it. We're not going to have any trans robots, Skynet. that's for sure. So yeah. when Skynet takes over. Good you know Lord. what? Maybe Skynet was onto something. <laughs> looking, looking at it now, I'm like, oh, oh my you know God. I, I really wish we could fast forward 10 years so we can get over this woke bullshit. America needs to get through this already. We're getting fed up. Yeah. We're getting tired of it. Everything's just so stupid now. Doesn't it seem like it's at the boiling point it to does. where, I mean, it's now like, like the trans issue might be yeah. the tipping point for all this stuff to where these. Yeah. Once you start going after kids, people's kids, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I feel like that's pretty much. We saw what happened in Virginia. The straw that breaks the camel's back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But well, Elon Musk files another notice to cancel Twitter takeover, citing whistleblower's data privacy concerns. Twitter responds to Elon Musk calls whistleblower statements riddled with inconsistencies and accuracies and lack important context. Oh, I'm sure they do. Whatever. Nobody believes these fuckers anymore anymore. Or nobody believes these fuckers anymore anyway. Breitbart Business Digest says only 38% of Biden voters say we're in a recession versus 82% of Trump supporters. I want to know who the remnant percentages are that say we're not. Like, what world are you living in? I don't know. Where are you at? I'm very curious to know. You don't think we're in a recession? You know, who, who said it? And they, they were right. If you want to see if we're in a recession or not, look at small businesses. Mm -hmm. Josh and I can show you our top line versus our bottom line. We are, we are making less, way less. People can't afford it anymore. Yeah. Their priorities are different, and I don't blame them. I, I get it. When gas shoots up, over yep. $4 a gallon. When grocery costs yeah. go up. Yeah. When all your prices go you gotta up. you got to prioritize your spending. And as much as I hate to say it, people don't need to get high that bad. They don't need CBD and anxiety and sleep help. I mean, I wish they did. Yeah. But when it come in, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. You know, a packet of our things like this, the rack out gum is 45 bucks. That's a tank of gas. Mm -hmm. I get it. I Look, I don't, I don't get mad when people unsubscribe. I get it. You know, that's why we have these... These packs. Yeah, for those that don't know, we do, like I said, this is the reason we did this. Like, the even our CBD oil, we yeah. have the 750 milliliter or milligram now to where we had the 1500. We still have the 1500, yeah. but if you can't afford that, we got the 750. So it's cheaper, half the price, half the amount, mm -hmm. just so you can have something better than nothing. But even that, for most people, you know, we're trying our hardest. We have not passed the, you know, the increase in production costs down to the consumer. We're eating that. Mm -hmm. We're not only making less in sales, we're making less in profits as well. And all we're trying to do is just coast through this recession. Let's try to get out of this administration. Our fucking numbers don't lie. We pull the data. We look at the fucking data. Yeah. My God, your wife pulls the data for us and we're looking at this and we're like, yeah, we are in a recession. Oh, you don't, you don't see a drop that much in sales yeah. because the, the economy is doing good. It's nuts. It's fucking nuts. These people say we're not in a recession. What are they, high? They're certainly not buying from us, that's for sure. College students. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. They're getting the their uh, loans paid off. I wouldn't doubt it. I think we're not in a recession. Yeah. You think we'd be in a recession if we was going to pay off our bills? Oh, yeah, I apologize. 40, 45 bucks isn't a tank of gas. I'm sorry, that was old. That was on Trump era. Yeah. Now it's about 100. I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad. I drive the Tesla. I only fill up the vet. Um, every so often, that's running me about eighty bucks because it's premium. So it's it's a kick in the nuts. Oh yeah, this is fucking thanks, Biden. But um, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Piece of shit. Oh my god. And last but most certainly not least, John Fetterman, who's running against Dr. Oz, um, aims high, calls for cannabis legalization. Why are we still on this? Why has this not been done yet? I'm still at a loss. Why is it? 
that everything else gets prioritization. Trump said he was going to legalize marijuana, never did it. That was a campaign promise he never made or never came through on. Pennsylvania's Democratic U.S. Senate nominee John Fetterman wants to legalize cannabis nationally and is urging President Joe Biden to deschedule the drug, removing it from the list of federally controlled substances. I agree with him. I think the dude's a douchebag, but I agree with him. Yeah, he's a total douchebag. In a press release shared by his communications director, John Calvello, on Monday, Fetterman, who is a Pennsylvania's lieutenant governor, called for the decriminalization of marijuana and for Biden to declassify it as a Scheduled One drug. I am telling you right now, folks, you hear it here first. When Texas legalizes it, we will be selling it. We will do everything in our power to get out there and sell it. Fuck yeah, why not? Let's fucking sell weed. People sell alcohol. Yeah, it's less. It's fucking. It's way better harm, for you. Yeah, less harmful than alcohol. And realistically speaking, even once weed is legalized, we're still gonna be selling Delta Eight because people want to find ways, or yeah. we'll sell. We'll also sell marijuana edibles because people don't want to smoke it. It fucks up your lungs. There's more healthier options to do it. And we're still gonna push that. But here's here's what's fucked up, love folks. You know this? For those that don't know, to just apply in the state of Texas, and this, and I think I've talked about this before, to apply to get your marijuana distribution card, to sell it, not grow it, just to sell it. Do you know how much that costs? $7,500 approximately to submit your application to the state. If you get approved, guess how much it costs you? $750,000, which has to be renewed every two years. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of money you're going to be making. Why the fuck does the state need that much money? Yeah, that seems That's a, bullshit. Doesn't it seem like a little mafia-like? I can tell you exactly why. Because the oil companies and people like that are going to be the ones putting their fucking fingers in this pie. They're going to be putting their fingers in this pie hardcore. Well, I think it's definitely the new cash crop. Absolutely. I mean, because look. Yeah. I mean, they made it back in the olden days, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, so you could use it for just a bunch of different things other yeah. than, uh, you know, just smoking. Yeah. And they're going to wonder why people are going to be like, I'm not paying you for a fucking lie. I'm just going to sell it anyway. Yeah. Fuck you. I don't know. You a goddamn thing. Nope. We didn't have to pay a licensing for fucking CBD. So then why are we doing it for marijuana? Mm-hmm. Now, what they could do is like, hey, according to fucking state regulation, we have to inspect your facility. Yada, okay, I'm fine with that. Fair enough. But I'm not paying you three quarters of a million dollars to sell fucking weed when I could do the exact same thing out of the trunk of my car and not pay you shit in taxes. That's the whole thing. That's why I'm kind of like, dude, I get why people fucking rebel against the government. You guys are so corrupt. So corrupt. So corrupt. One person, like ladies and gentlemen, here's the thing. What about a young entrepreneur that wants to get into to, to business? And hey, weed is a top seller. And they say, well, I want to start my own weed company. Who's got that kind of money? Three quarters of a million dollars. Or hell, just 7500 to apply for a license. Not even guaranteed to get it. Yeah. Non-refundable, by the way. So you're paying the government $7,500 regardless. Just to look at it. Just to look at it. Hmm. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's a con. That's the biggest con ever. <laughs> that is the biggest fucking con ever. And just to grow in the state of Texas, don't even get me started. Just to grow it. So, the poor... There's no way. I love how the government tries to say, we're trying to raise the lower class. You want to raise the lower class? Fair enough. Let them open up weed dispensaries. See what that does. The money will pour in. Well, people can start smoking weed everywhere. They already do. You kidding me? They already do. 
I wonder how many people in Congress or in government right now smoke are, weed. Smoke weed. Oh, good, a big chunk of them. I guarantee. Right. I know a few of them. Like, did you see the uh, the footage of Paul Pelosi when he got pulled over? Mm-mm. Oh my god, dude. What? He was so wasted. Oh yeah. Like he had to have been on something other than just alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. Wow. Some sort of sedative. Color me shocked. That's it, crazy to me. So is the government going to forgive these loans that I take out? No. Probably not. Nope. That's where we're at, folks. That is where we're at. Well, all right. That ends today's, excuse me, today's episode. All right, Twitch, don't go anywhere. Don't forget, starting tomorrow, we're streaming on the new Twitch channel, the All American Savage. It's just All American Savage Show. Twitch.tv slash All American Savage Show. This is the link. I'm posting it in the chat. Um, that way, if we get banned or for whatever reason, we're covered. You'll know where to find me so I can stream on my main accounts. Here is the link. You can check it out. It is All American Savage Show. Go give it a follow. Also, on that page, we have the Valor Podcast. I'm waiting for approval from iTunes, but the Valor Podcast is now available on most platforms. Go give it a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. We've had a lot of great feedback on Instagram. People are loving it. Um, This major one, this major one that we're on now, the John Burke page, it's going to become the backup. I'll stream my personal stuff. I might go back into gaming a little bit at night when I'm high and shit like that. But the All-American Savage Show, that's where we're going to stream the podcast too. The reason for that is because essentially I don't want to have my main channels banned. That's where we're at at this point. So keep that in mind. Again, All-American Savage Show on Twitch. Become a subscriber over there. Really appreciate that. Thank you so much for the love and support. Also on YouTube, All-American Savage Show. Follow us there. The John Burke main accounts, dude, I cannot risk getting banned anymore. My fucking Instagram was banned. My Facebook was banned. My reach has been just destroyed. So if you're wanting to get a message out there, you have to do it on backup accounts and channels. And don't forget to follow me on TikTok at John Burke. You can check it out there. So anyway, we love you. We appreciate you. Make sure you check out shellshockcbd.com. And if you can't support us over there, but go become a subscriber over on the Twitch account. That really helps us out a lot. So until then, um, again, here is the link, twitch.tv slash Show. Go give it a follow. We appreciate your love and support over there. All right. Getting the demo, man. Yeah, you guys have a great day. Have a wonderful day. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, you stay savage.